You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Listeners, this is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and two of our colleagues from the Your Story Travel Company, Sarah and Margie. We hope that you're all safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 612, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of our story guides would be glad to help. Visit yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. If you're thinking about going to Disney in the future, a small refundable deposit will hold your trip. Just contact us today. So fantastic news out of Disney World. I had to be the one to tell this because I've been so sad about it the whole time. And it had to be first too, Vicki. It had to be <laughs> first. It's so exciting. The Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover, or People Mover for short, uh, officially opened on Sunday, April 25th. Um, This is ahead of their latest reopening date. I think it was the fourth or fifth reschedule. It was supposed to open this Friday and it opened on Sunday. Um, The guests had seen many cast members riding in it and practicing on it. And so when they said that on Friday, I thought I was going to do a cartwheel. If I really thought I could still do a cartwheel, I would have. The coolest thing I thought was that they put Stitch on there and that he was waving to the guests down below. Oh, that's fun. Because he's just not visible very much anymore because he's Ohana's not open. So he's definitely not out and about. So I loved, loved, loved that. This morning, I did wake up to a tweet that said that there was an issue this morning, but apparently they got it all fixed and everybody was writing it again. But I guess they were letting cast members before the park opened write it and there was a little glitch or something. But it seems that it's all back to normal. So that is good. So I cannot wait to write it in October and take Gina on the inaugural ride. We are going to do a pop-up of her on there since it's her first time. Yay, that will be so exciting. I get to write it in June. Woo-hoo! So you need to do a pop-up for us. Yeah, I'll do a pop-up for you, for sure. And Vicki, I really want to see you do that cartwheel. <laughs> Okay, so some of you may have heard this already, um, but it's great news. So we are definitely going to report on this. If we if we didn't, we wouldn't be doing our job. There was kind of a big thing that happened this week, and it was another Skyliner accident. It happened when two gondolas at Disney World collided on Thursday evening. This has happened before. Um, in late 2019, multiple gondolas were involved in a similar accident at the Riviera Maya Skyliner station. This one happened at um, Holly- the Hollywood Studio station, and it resulted in a little bit of broken glass. And, you know, they, of course, had to close it down for a little bit. Um, additionally, a Disney representative told the outlet that no one was injured um, in this situation and they just had to close it for a few hours. So that was that was a relief. We find this very interesting since guests were tweeting that there was an 
handicapped person in one of the cars at the time of the crash. So after the accident, guests who remained inside the gondolas stuck between Hollywood Studios and Disney's Caribbean Beach were slowly offloaded at the latter station. And some guests spent over an hour inside suspended gondolas as the situation played out. By 8.45, roughly two hours after the accident occurred, the Skyliner station was operational and guests were boarding gondola destinations for Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort as usual. Since the accident in 2019, Disney has added a little emergency kit that has a few packets of drinking water, cool packs, a pencil, a notepad, and a glow stick. I thought that was a very interesting kit. <laughs> I did not even think about those that were suspended over the, you know, like on your way to Hollywood Studios or back to the Caribbean beach, you're like really highly suspended. <laughs> like, and just hanging out there. I mean, it looks like it happened at night. So do you think nobody was coming to the park? It was just people that were leaving the park, right? Like. Well, I imagine both would have been, I mean, people could have been park hopping. Yeah. Well, I just know that like Hollywood Studios closes at eight. So I was just like wondering, I would just be so mad if I was like stuck in the Skyliner and I couldn't go to like. Yeah, let's hope that they didn't have dining reservations after Margie spent how many hours on the phone um, trying to get- eight hours on hold. Thank you very much. But it's what we do as your travel agent, everybody. <laughs> I love the Skyliner, but sometimes when it comes to that halting stop at the end, I'm because it comes in really fast and then it just like breaks really fast too. So makes you nervous. Yeah, it makes me nervous. But I love the Skyliner. I love the Skyliner so much. I'll just say I was watching uh, a vlog this weekend, I think talking about it, and they were saying that there was no one in the gondolas that crashed. And that's what this said. But the first person that tweeted it said that it was a handicapped person was in there. And I think what they meant to say was, or I hope they weren't trying to embellish it, is that it was a handicapped car going back, joining back in is what happened. And then they hit. The picture didn't look like there was anybody in it. So I didn't think there was either. Yeah. And, um, but then they, the, it was a vlog that I watched actually. I saw a tweet and then I watched a vlog, but whatever. I'm Every glad. hour is so valuable at Disney and so expensive that I would be really upset. Like I often wonder, are you, do you get something for being involved in something like stuck on a ride for some of your time? A free meal. I think they have in the past, but nothing was mentioned this time. So I would be demanding something. Right. <laughs> Especially though, yeah, especially those that were stuck, like suspended over. Like, I think in the past I've heard of some fast passes given out. I was going to say, a fast pass. They'll there, give you a fast pass. There's none of those happening at the moment, so I don't know what you would get. Remember when we went and we were seeing people come in in the fast pass thing? Mm-hmm. So, Gina will have to explain it more in depth, but basically, you know how they have that group on Facebook where people find out when they're all going and one person buys the family and friend or the photo pass and then all of them kick in and they use the same photo pass, but they have to be linked. Well, there's some tour 
that you can all link together. It's a seven hour tour and it gives unlimited fast passes. And that is what those people have been doing because she found it on Facebook. They can all do it together and count as a group. And then they like they all pay in towards it together. It's a seven hour tour and then you get unlimited fast passes. And that is where the majority um, of I don't know, but when y'all are in the parks, do you, are you like, my family's like, oh, there goes a plaid. You know, oh, I wonder what that family's doing. There's another plaid. I wonder what they're doing special. <laughs> the cast members that give the VIP tours and the, you know, the private things, um, they wear plaid vests. Oh, no, I didn't know that. You would have known that if our homecoming would have taken place in October. Because we would have had some of those. And we would have been introduced to a plaid. We would have been those people. <laughs> Walking around with our own plaid. We would have had a plaid. And unlimited fast passes. <laughs> it's like, it is an absolute pipe dream for my family to have a plaid. Okay, well, as more and more people get the COVID vaccination, Disney and the rest of the country are slowly getting back to normal. This week, we found out that the Boardwalk Inn will be reopening July 2nd. That's awesome. The villas at the Boardwalk have been open to Disney Vacation Club members since June of 2020, but now the rest of the Boardwalk Inn will be open. Here are the other resorts that we know have reopening dates. The Beach Club is set to reopen on May 30th, Disney's Wilderness Lodge on June 6th, and the Polynesian Village Resort in late July. I'm so excited for that, even though I can't stay there, but it's like so <laughs> exciting that <laughs> it's opening. Um, Disney did also give us the disclaimer that these dates are subject to change, especially if COVID issues start to ramp up, which hopefully they won't. Um, and the next question is, what resort will be next? What do you guys think? Oh, I want to say Animal Kingdom Lodge, but that's because I love it dearly. Um, but I feel like they need to open up some more of the moderates. They need to open up another moderate. For yeah. sure. Because everybody's going to Caribbean Beach. <laughs> yes. Isn't Coronado open, though? Yes, but That's everybody's Coronado's going to Caribbean open. Beach. <laughs> <laughs> That's because of the Skyliner, which the Skyliner is really nice. But I think that was a downfall for me um, staying at Pop Century. Because then you had to get off at the Caribbean Beach and then do another line to get on. Yeah. I don't know. I think I would probably stay somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, on our next trip, we always build in a rest day. And on our next trip, we're going to use our rest day to go explore and ride the Skyliner. That's so, what we did on yes, our last rest day. It's that so is an fun. option if you are not staying at a Skyliner resort. So for several months, Disneyland has been the largest COVID-19 vaccine distribution site in Orange County. But now the site is set to close Friday, April 30th. The Disneyland Super Site originally became operational on January 13th, 2021 as a walk-up vaccination site. It recently transitioned into a drive-through only operation that distributed second doses of the vaccine exclusively. According to the health agency, approximately 221,000 doses have been administered at the Disneyland pod or point of distribution site. 
about 10% of the nearly 2.3 million shots given in Orange County to date. Of course, the closing of this site is due to the much-awaited reopening of Disneyland and California Adventure. This Friday, April 30th, will be the first day that the two parks have been open for over a year. As we mentioned last week, both parks are booked for the full 25% that Anaheim is allowing at this time. We can't wait to see the pictures and videos of the reopening and the faces of the guests and cast members. I was going to say, Vicki, are you taking Friday off so that you can just watch videos all day long? I am taking Friday off, but it's because I'm old and I have to have a colonoscopy. Oh, okay. Well, as you're recovering <laughs> totally different from reason. that, you can watch all the vlogs that are coming out. This is true. Friday. When I get to eat again, because I have to eat, do liquids for 24 hours. Oh, well, it's so fun. Yep. More great news. Actually, we told you that the Festival of the Lion King was going to reopen at Disney's Animal Kingdom a couple months ago. And it seemed like they said that they were hoping to be open by the end of April. But now they're saying mid-May to the long-awaited guests and cast members that have been longing for this to come back. I know it's one of Stephanie's favorites. Um, it's going to come back with a new name, though. It's called the Celebration of the Lion King. And that's due to COVID because they're having to change it up a little bit. Um, because of the social distancing, they're changing the onstage and the backstage, some choreography and how the audience will be seated. And even though the Lion King has to be changed to follow CDC regulations, we are thrilled to have it back, or I am. I'm hoping on the tail of it, we'll be finding Nemo. Yay, that's such great news. So far, this has been a lot of happy stuff. I mean, with the exception of a little accident that happened. No big deal. Sweep that under the rug. Everything else is great. <laughs> Let's hope it stays that way. Right. <laughs> Even though many changes are beginning to happen, Florida released that they don't really foresee mass changes for the next several months. So I know a lot of people have been questioning that and asking, like, what do we think? When are these masks going to disappear? Well, um, Mayor Dimming of Orange County, where Disney World is, said that even with mask changes, that it'll be several months before we'll be able to see significant reduction in mask wearing. Mayor Dimming did mention that social distancing mandates may be reduced before mask mandates are. He also said that 50% of the population will have to be vaccinated before they can reduce the mask wearing mandate. Currently about 30% of Orange County is vaccinated. Mayor Dimming said that mid to late summer, we will possibly see relaxed ma mask wearing changes, but any of these changes will rely on science and data. Um, I don't know what your guys' thoughts are about this. I, I would rather the mask go than the social distancing. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, I love the social distancing aspect of that. We talked about that last time. It's so nice to get out of my bubble, people. Leave leave me some elbow room, please. I don't want your sweat on me. Um, so, I mean, I see that the masks have to be worn as well. I, I get it. And also, even if they say that they can loosen up on mass restrictions, Disney doesn't have to. Right. So I don't want to give people false hope. Yeah, Texas mandate has been lifted. So, but all the companies, all the businesses are still requiring them. And so just because Orange County lifts it doesn't mean Disney World is going to lift it. A new story, a new study, sorry, from the University of Central Florida and International Association of Amusement Parks and Attractions, also known as IAAPA, 
indicates that the theme park industry could lower physical distancing requirements from six feet to three feet. Well, at least I still have a little bubble. Yeah, there, there will still be, but do people really do the whole six feet? I mean... No, because I've had to yell at some people. <laughs> Back up. So it's gonna go down, it could possibly go down to three feet. The study looked at droplet volume, quantity, size, and propagation while participants coughed and spoke. Ultimately, it found that when wearing a cloth face covering, the maximum detectable distance of expelled droplets is 2.22 feet. A face covering of three layers shortened that half a foot. Provided they maintain mandatory face covering rules, Disney and Universal theme parks could safely reduce physical distancing requirements and therefore ooh, increase park capacity. <laughs> I mean, that's good and bad. But... Right. <laughs> Bring back Bring those back fast passes. There you yeah. go. Jinx, Vicky. Yeah, if they don't need that extra queue space, then they could bring back the fast passes. Or y'all know they're gonna make you pay for it now. Do you think? <laughs> and yes. the crazy thing is, people will. They'll be like, "I don't care. Give me my fast pass. I missed them." It's just so sad because yeah, we've talked about this. It's beating a dead horse. <laughs> so the Biden administration is set to relax the federal public health guidelines regarding masks. Thought this was interesting as like one story after another. The announcement may come this week as early as Tuesday, which we are recording on Monday night, and this comes out on Wednesday. So we may know something when this airs. There would be separate guidelines for vaccinated people versus unvaccinated people. And Dr. Fauci also indicated this weekend that updated mask guidelines would be coming soon. The CDC is a science-based organization. He said that on this week with George Stephanopoulos, which I didn't even know that show was still around. They don't want to make any guidelines unless they look at the data and data can back it up. But when you look around at the common sense situation, the risk is really low, especially if people are vaccinated, which it seems like more and more are getting vaccinated. The CDC's current guidelines state that masks may not be necessary when you're outside by yourself away from others. Oh, we just talked about this. Or with people who live in your household. However, some areas may have mask mandates while out in public. So you have to check the rules for your local area, which we just were talking about the fact that we're all so different because of the different places that we live. Additionally, check whether any federal mask mandates apply to where you will be going. As we reported a couple of weeks ago, Disney is now allowing guests to remove their mask to have pictures, which Margie just alluded to because we got to see teeth in some pictures as long as they put them back on as soon as their picture is over. They can't like hang out for a little while with their mask off and have a little break. I guess as long if they as go to you relax. have that camera, just taking selfies. <laughs> just keep taking a video. I'm doing a video for my uh, travel agency. <laughs> All right, enough about masks. That's Let's right. move on from that. Yeah. Um, I have a spoiler alert. So if um, if you are a fan of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and you have not seen the latest episode, you may want to go ahead and hit the button, skip forward a couple times right now, and just skip this part. All right. You are now entering the Falcon and the Winter Soldier spoiler section of the episode. If you would like to skip it, please jump to 20 minutes and 45 seconds into the episode. So there is a new photo opportunity featuring Sam Wilson's Captain America uh, that is coming soon to Disney California Adventure. Anthony Mackie 
as Sam Wilson made his debut as Captain America in last week's finale of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This includes a brand new costume inspired by his look in the comics. Exact details about the new photo app are sparse, but Disney announced that it'll be in Hollywood Land and Disney California Adventure uh, at Disney, Cali- Disney California Adventure after it reopens. It's possible the photo app will then move to Marvel Avengers Campus when it opens in June um, of 2021. And that was June 4th, 2021. That's super cool. That was the big spoiler if you didn't catch it. Uh, because his costume or outfit or whatever you want to call it is freaking dope. It is. So... That would be an awesome photo pass or photo op. It's a crossover costume between the um, Captain America and the Falcon. But it looks like Captain America. You are now exiting the Falcon and the Winter Soldier spoiler section of the episode. Uh, This week for Earth Week, some special characters popped up in Animal Kingdom. Coda and and Kanai from Brother Bear were spotted on a character... Uh, flotilla. Russell from Up was spotted at Rafiki's Planet Watch. We hope these characters will be out for the rest of Earth Month, but we will keep you posted. We know we keep telling you to get your resort reservations, park tickets, and park reservations. This week, Disney World announced that July 4th at the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom are now full for everyone except Disney pass holders. So if you have a trip planned and you have not made your park reservations, do it ASAP because they are going fast. Uh, It kind of surprises me that July 4th, they're all booked because people like fireworks on 4th of July and there's no fireworks at Disney right now. I think they're hoping there will be. I think everybody's just holding out for those, you know, because they did do it for the Super Bowl. I think they're hoping, oh, well, this is a big thing for them. And maybe I know I would want it to happen. So if I was going to be there. There's actually <laughs> quite a few days that are booked. So I like the fireworks, but I'll go without them. I enjoy them. I like them a lot, but I'd still go to Disney without them. I do like the freedom of not having to go and stand and hold your place. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's nice. <laughs> it gave you more time. I would say until, I don't know. It's hard to say because the fireworks gather such big crowds. How are you going to manage crowds with fireworks? They're going to paint dots on the ground. Uh, I don't know. They're going to have to spread people out. They're going to have to change the way that it's done. I don't know. Maybe it's not done on the castle. Maybe it's. They did just open a job opportunity for a fireworks I saw that. person. Yeah. So maybe the fireworks are coming back. They're for sure coming back for the 50th, right? Maybe it's for the giant Stargate uh, at Epcot. That's what I was going to ask. But aren't they getting ready for the, like, the Harmonious. show at Epcot, like, yes. And don't they keep saying that'll be done by the 50th? So, yeah. So, I mean, fireworks should be back by the 50th too, right? Unless right. they're just going to do the projection. They didn't do fireworks when we were there because it was raining. They did the projection. Well, this was the old show, though. Um, projection and the water. At Epcot? Yes. This was the old show. 
I forgot the name of it at this point. Savi's workshop in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is a sought-after spot for men, women, and children. In this workshop, guests can build their very own lightsaber. It is one of the most expensive experiences at Disney World. Previously, the lightsaber would cost you $199.99. Well, Disney has made a price hike. The lightsaber experience is now... Okay, here we go. $219.99. That, that's a big price increase. Um, (laughs) if you have already booked your lightsaber experience, you should be locked in for the $199.99, but future guests will be paying the new price of $219.99 plus tax. As of now, Disneyland hasn't implemented this new price increase, but we will keep you posted if we hear otherwise. That stinks. You have four kids. How are you going to take them? So your like relatives need to pull together so you can get that for four kids. Well, Andrew got it when we went. Andrew did it, and he. But you're only allowed one person. I was about to say we didn't do the lightsaber, but we built droids, and that was limited to two people. So like our family of four couldn't all go in and build one droid. We split our group into two, and we each built a droid. But droids are much more cost-effective. <laughs> but, um, you know, we that's something we built into our budget and planned for, uh, you know, planned to pay for that on our, tr- on our last trip. I mean, if it's the new lightsaber that they just yeah. designed and <laughs> came up with... That's not what they said. Then I would pay $20 more to get that one. <laughs> I think you got to pay a lot more for that one, Margie. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Maybe if you're paying $199, then $20 more isn't terrible, but a little crazy. Who knows? Disney's Photo Pass magic shots are always a lot of fun. We've all had a chance to do those. And um, there's a new shot at the Animal Kingdom. So magic shots usually add characters or items to your photos, but this new experience can be found at the exit of It's Tough to Be a Bug. And it's a 360 degree picture of guests in front of the Tree of Life. Um, The spot is available from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. daily. It's actually kind of, it's gonna be hard to describe. I didn't even know how to begin to describe it, but I'm gonna try to. So it's like the camera's looking down on you. Did anybody take any magic shots in Galaxy's Edge where the one the cameras are way up high? So the camera's way up high and it's like taking a shot looking down on you and you look almost as tall as the tree. It's it's crazy looking. I mean, but it's cool at the same time. That's super fun. Yeah. My friend just sent me a magic shot that she took in front of the castle that I did not even know was a thing, but it's kind of the same thing of that is so it starts out as a close-up of her and her husband and then it like expands so it's like a movie magic shot so like she it's her and her husband and then it expands and it goes all the way out to the castle and so and you don't see them like once it expands you don't see them but she said that there was a cast member down there at that spot and she, they told them where to look. There was a camera up on the plaza restaurant, like on the roof. And then the cast member counted down and he backed out of the picture. And then they took the shot and that's what came out. 
I and was that's like, how they that's are. Amazing. That's how they are at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge too. Yeah, there's one you do, um, kind of that overlook that you see that where you see the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. That that we did that one. It was pretty cool. But my favorites are the one where like Tinkerbell's hovering over you. Yeah, or we have one with the family, and they had my youngest daughter hold her hand out flat. And they said, okay, everyone look at her hand and, you know, look surprised. And when we find, it's fun to see what you get if you don't know what you're getting. And right. what we ended up getting, she was holding Chip, um, the teacup in her hand. And Aww. I love that picture because we all did a good job pretending yeah. we were surprised. All right. So let's, we are, okay, good. Just making sure <laughs> we are on to the next one. Okay, I've got some kudos to Disney to give. This week we found out that Disney is offering one free night stay for all cast members and furloughed cast members. The eligible cast members will be able to choose from a list of resorts and dates. Now Disney hasn't released any of the information at this time, but we are really excited that Disney is giving a little love to their employees because it has been such a very long year um, and then some (laughs) for all of them. So thank you, Disney, for thinking of them. They deserve it. I agree. That is awesome. Um, rumors were swirling around social media that fully vaccinated guests from out of state would be allowed into theme parks in California. Well, that is true for SeaWorld San Diego. However, Disneyland will not be honoring this as of yet. So we are sorry. It looks like out-of-state Disneyland fans are going to have to wait just a little bit longer. And hopefully in a month or so, Disneyland will be ready to welcome friends from other states. And we will definitely keep you posted. I really Um, hope that that's sooner than later, just because I know Miranda and her friends want to go so badly. The robot group that the media got a sneak peek of was made official to everyone this week. According to TechCrunch, this robot is not attached in one place like the animatronics that we are used to seeing in the parks. This character is attached by a thin cable that is used for programming. Groot can walk around freely. The project is known as Project Kiwi, and the robot is the first of its kind. There aren't any plans to bring him to the park soon because he is still in R&D, but leave it to Disney to bring us this exciting technology. Food, glorious food. Another sign that Disney is heading back to normalcy happened this week in the resorts. And that is up until now, I'm not sure if you've not been there, you may not know this, but you have not been able to use your refillable mugs in the machines. The cast members have been handing you whatever beverage you would like so that you can pour it in your refillable mug and you could have as much as you wanted to drink. You just had to go get it from them. And so now the self-service stations are open in the resorts and it also appeared to guests that some of the self-service stations were open like in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and some other ones. The Tule Canteen and a couple others were mentioned. And so it looks like that feels like to me that that's one step closer to normalcy because yeah i was very happy about hearing that all right that is that's a lot that's a lot to handle (laughs) at gasparilla island grill at the grand floridian they are serving a mimosa cake this is special for mother's day it's a golden sponge cake topped with purple glittery frosting and a white chocolate yellow slipper and a pink rose. It's filled with mimosa flavored mousse. 
Probably mimosa flavored. Mm, I'm guessing no champagne in it for real. <laughs> but you if, could have it with a mimosa. Maybe. You have to be over 21 <laughs> to eat this cake. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> over at PJ's Southern Takeout at Four Wilderness, they introduced two new d- desserts this week. A carrot cake cupcake, which is a spiced cupcake with cream cheese filling, buttercream frosting, and a dripping of ooey gooey caramel. The second dessert is the pineapple upside down cake. Push pop can also be found at PJ's. It has layers of yellow cake, pastry cream, and caramelized pineapple. Yeah, that looks and sounds delicious. Has anybody had one of those push up cu- cake pops? Because they look really cool. I, I've seen tons of them, but never eaten any. I always have grand plans to eat so many snacks and it never happens. That's what happened to Stephanie because she was focused on rides. And I'm like, did you get this? Did you get this? And she's like, we were focused on rides. Yeah, we ate once at Epcot. Well, one, we ate something and then we had a drink and that's it. That's it. Rick's Sports Bar and Grill at the Coronado Resort has a yummy dessert for kids of all ages. It is a cotton candy cheesecake. I have seen a picture of this and it definitely looks like cotton candy. It's listed on the kids menu, but even big kids can order it. The cheesecake is light blue and pink marble cheesecake that tastes like cotton candy. It is topped with whipped cream and a cherry. The best part of this dessert is that it is only $5. So if you like cotton candy, this dessert is for you. I've heard good things about this one. So if you're going to be in the parks, I would give it a try. And if you have kids, I'm sure that kids will go nuts for it. Yes. And then of course it'd be like, mom tax. Let me try that. (laughs) Mom tax. That's terrible. I've never heard that before. When they make me open, like when I open something for them, I'm like, sweet mom tax. Mm-hmm. How did I miss this? <laughs> so more great news. Three more food locations of the Magic Kingdom have been added to the mobile ordering list. Sunshine Tree Terrace, Sleepy Hollow Refreshments, and the Friars Nook have all been added to the mobile ordering list on the MDE. And the mobile ordering is the best, but I'm not sure that we've talked about this, this important thing since we reopened. Um, I watch a lot of blogs, but I actually uh, had this happen while we were at the park. So I wanted to make sure that I shared it with our friends. For instance, if you know you're going to the Magic Kingdom and you want to get a Nutella waffle and fruit from Sleepy Hollow and you're not ready to eat it right when you get there, you want to try to take get in a couple of good hours of riding rides, but then you want to get your waffle right then. You want to order that as soon as you get in the park. They have time slots and they only have so many slots that they can cook food for that time. And it, I mean, it's like every 10 to 15 minutes, they have time slots. They didn't have this in October, so it must not have been as busy when we were there in October. But when we came back in February, I know this happened. So we had to order our lunch. I think it was two or three hours prior. We went and rode other rides and stuff and then came back to Flame Tree Barbecue. So you want to make sure because if you wait until you want a specific thing, like if you didn't have a reservation with Flame Tree bar- Barbecue, you may not be able to get the food for another couple hours. And some of them were like, because they were so popular, they were, I heard some guys say, they got five o'clock open and this was 1230. And I'm thinking that's a long time to wait for lunch. But um, so just a tip, make sure that you check that right away. If there's something specific that you're wanting to get and you want to make sure that you get it. And, and that's you have a- to be in the park to do that. 
Or can you... It just have to be on property, I'm pretty sure. Okay, so you can like do it at your resort that morning. I believe yeah, I so. Think so. Um, that surprises me though, because we did not do that. And we were there on spring break when everything was sold out. And every time we wanted food, we ordered like, hey, we want food in 30 minutes. And we were able to open up. I only wanted to mobile order. I didn't want to do anything else. I didn't want to wait in the line. I opened it up and I was able to get it within 30 minutes to an hour of like wow, that's where awesome. we were. I had no issues and I would check all of them. It, I like, they only had, I think, four mobile order locations at Magic Kingdom. Right. And I checked each one and each one had availability. And it was like, which one do I like the menu better for? Right. So every time I was able to pull something up and it was like, from now until this time or from this time till this time, like, I, there wasn't a big issue. The issue that we had was at Animal Kingdom. There's not as many places there. I, what, what Satuli, Satuli Canteen and Flaming, Flame Tree Bar, Barbecue are probably the most popular two there, I would say. Um, I didn't check the other ones because we wanted that one. Right. So if you know it's a busy place, I would just check if you can have it and ready. And Vicki, I have heard that. I have heard of people saying they were unable to get food. It just surprised me that, that we didn't run into that issue since we were there at a really popular time. We just got lucky, I guess. I don't know. They had but, more cast members there for you. <laughs> yeah. I have heard that people have been unable to get food and then have kind of been out of luck. So two more sit-down restaurants are offering takeout. We've got Geyser Point Bar and Grill at Disney's Wilderness Resort, and then Trattoria Al Forno at Disney's Boardwalk will now let you carry out their amazing food. You're gonna need to use your My Disney Experience app to choose your meal, choose your time, and pay. The app will give you a reminder of when your food is ready. Follow the signs outside the restaurant of um, that will tell you where to get your food. And then Disney is, they're just trying their very best to keep everything as socially distanced as safe as possible. So just make sure that you follow their guidelines and don't go in until you get that notification on your app. It's for everybody's for safety. Disneyland friends, we have some food changes when it reopens. I'm just so excited for it to open this week. The beignets will now, will not be available at the Cafe Orleans. However, you will still be able to get your beignet fix at the Mint Julep Bar. The Monte Cristo will now come with garlic parmesan frites or fries. And the Plaza Inn will only be offering one thing when it reopens, the fried chicken dinner. The dinner includes three pieces of fried chicken, mashed potatoes, green beans, and a buttermilk biscuit. There is penne pasta available for kids if the fried chicken isn't something they really want. There will be a walk-up wait list at Carthay Circle Lounge and the Lamplight Lounge in Disneyland. Well, Lamplight Lounge is all, is actually in California Adventure. I apologize. For any guests that forget to make a reservation. That doesn't guarantee that you will get one, but there will be a walk-up wait list. I would still say make your reservations, but yeah, make your reservation. The Lamplight Lounge is so fun to eat at. Like you're right there and you can watch the Incredicoaster go like the whole time and nice. It's just a fun restaurant. All right, let's switch gears over to merchandise news. So get ready to shop everyone. <laughs> New lounge fly ears were spotted this week. These royal blue ears are made of the same material the Loungefly bags are made of and feature many Disney characters and icons, including the Country Bears, Orange Bird, 
expose from the tiki room, churros, and more. It has a royal blue sequined bow in the center, and it was found in World of Disney at Disney Springs. And these ears are $34.99. I've seen this pattern. It's super duper cute. It is. I love it as the bag, too. Hence why I went down a rabbit hole when you guys were all shopping the other day for lounge fly bags. <laughs> we drug you right down there. Did you get anything, Vicky? <laughs> no, but I looked at a lot. I'm like, I think I need this one, and I need this one. I need nothing. Okay, so Sir Mickey's in Fantasyland has a whole new line of Disney princess dresses. These dresses are getting more and more incredibly adorable. They're more like prom dresses for princesses at this point. So the dresses that they have are inspired by Belle from Beauty and the Beast, Jasmine from Aladdin, as well as Ariel, Snow White, Aurora, Mulan, Tiana, Rapunzel, and Cinderella. And each dress is $59.99. But uh, there was a tip in the article that I read that said you might want to watch Shop Disney because sometimes they offer those discounts and you can get them cheaper than you do at Sir Mickey's in Fantasyland. Like 20% off. And yeah, exactly. I was going to ask if these were on Shop Disney. I want to check them out. They're so, oh my gosh, they're elegant. Like they look like the ones that they would wear in the park. And I guess that's what they're going for, but holy cow. This month's stitch collection is the Lion King stitch. There is a stitch that has the Lion King pattern all over it with two bugs on the top of his head. One is red and one is purple. There's also a stitch Lion King magic band as well as a stitch Lion King pin. And the whole collection is just very colorful. Yeah, I know Margie said she's, I'm not Margie. Hello, Margie's right there. Betsy right said, <laughs> Betsy said she's collecting uh, the, every pin from this collection. From the Stitch collection? Is she a Stitch fan? I don't know if it was that or she just, yeah, I think she did say she was a Stitch. I know that Gina is a big Stitch, but. It's a really cute collection. It is coming up. Collection. Coming we'll up is like, Little Mermaid, I think, is the next month. It's fun. Like, I think Stitch is made out of, like, mermaid-ish stuff. <laughs> what Ariel's outfit looks like. <laughs> That's fun. Um, do you like Crocs? I know yes, people I do. in North Carolina do. I do. Because they're everywhere. <laughs> I have never seen so many Crocs as I have seen when since moving to North Carolina. <laughs> well, if you like Crocs and if you like animal prints, well, Disney has the shoes for you. At Island Mercantile and Animal Kingdom, there are cheetah print Crocs available for purchase. We know everyone doesn't like animal prints, so we want to let you know that Lightning McQueen Crocs were also were released on April 26 for all the Cars Croc fans. Say that like 10 times fast. Yes. Cars Crocs. <laughs> Cars Crocs. Cars Crocs. Oh boy. <laughs> Amazing button-down shirts were spotted at World of Disney in the downtown Disney district in Anaheim. We know many Disney fans really love the iconic button-down shirts that Disney releases. Vicky's son, Joey, and Nick have a nice collection of them. Well, the newest shirt designs that were spotted were the 101 Dalmatians, which is a black shirt with Dalmatians, royal blue shirt with Sebastians, a gray shirt with all the different colored monorail cars and a light aqua blue shirt with character hats. These shirts are a fun way to look at a little dressy while sharing your love of Disney. And I think they I they had these in Disney World too. One of the vloggers that I watch oh, really? saw them in a store. So if you're in the Disney parks, look there. 
I do know that sometimes they have some on one side of the country and not the other. Um, and I know specifically because he pointed out all four of these designs. Well, because uh, sometimes I'll be like, oh, Joey will love this. And then I show it to him and he's like, Meh. no, thanks, mom. Pizza Planet one. I wasn't sure he would like it. It's like a lime green shirt with the Pizza Planet all over it. But we sent it to him. and He's like, oh, I want that. So I just I have to let him look at it because I am really bad at picking. Um, but then uh, Nick had one on today at school. He had on a blue like Mickey Hawaiian one. So it's just fun. And I think it's fun. Um, it does look a little bit dressier. And but it also gives the feeling of like vacation and lets the kids know we love Disney. Well, thank you, Margie and Sarah, for joining Stephanie and I to do the rumors and news. I do agree with Stephanie. I think there was a lot more ups than there were downs to this week. We could have beat the mask issue like a dead horse, I guess. <laughs> or we did beat it like a dead horse. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, all you have to do is email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you would like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can contact us at yourstorytravel.com. And be sure let us to listen to Friday's show. Vicki and Gina are going to be doing part two of the Disney World Resort series. That's going to give all of you the ins and outs of the resorts to help you decide which resort is right for your vacation. The two deluxe resorts this week are Boardwalk and the Contemporary Resort. Ooh, Vicki, I'm going to have to ask you some questions about those. <laughs> You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our TikTok page for Your Story Travel is at Your Story Travel. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your years, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Adventure is out there. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. <laughs> <laughs>